I'm Ingrid Brown. I'm your host for America on 18 Wheels, and today is very special. Today, we are doing Freight Ways Small Fleet and Owner Operator Summit 2022. So, with me today, I'm so excited. I have Ken Kalen, who is the president of Bottomley Enterprises in Mount Airy, North Carolina, with us. And Ken has this amazing knowledge that I just love to pick his brain. And uh, Ken, I just want to say thank you for coming and welcome to Freight Waves Small Fleet on an Operator Summit. Ingrid, my pleasure, and thank you for having me. Thanks. Um, you want to give us a little insight of what, tell us about what Bottomly Enterprises is and tell us about your fleet. Yeah, so Bottomly Enterprises is a nationwide, uh, mostly team-operated transcontinental carrier. Uh, specializing in temperature-controlled uh, van reefer freight, uh, as well as some uh, dry van as well. Um, our specialty is, is in regards to servicing our customers that are dependent on expediting their shipments uh, in regards to both time as well as uh, security as well. So um, that, that's that's our primary focus. Uh, we certainly have opportunities around that we do with some solo uh, freight as well. So um, certainly it's a handful, but uh, we enjoy every bit of it. Oh, I know you do. And, and so give us some numbers. Like what is the size of your fleet and you run in what locations? Yeah, so... <laughs> Every day that changes, Ingrid. So uh, what's unique about Bottomley is that two years ago, we or two and a half years ago now, we had 50 trucks. Uh, today, we are well over 100. So we've doubled in size in that time. Um, and it, you know, what, I, what I'll mark today uh, in, in this meeting would be 112 trucks. But if we had this meeting in a month, I'd say 124, right? So as we continue to add trucks, uh, at the end of this season, at the end of this year, excuse me, uh, we'll have accumulated a total of 158 net trucks uh, this year. Um, so that's where we're at. And in regards that we usually typically run about a two to one, two to 2.2 2, uh, in regards to our, our trailing units as well. So you're looking, you know, almost to 300 trucks uh, or 300 trailers, excuse me, by the end of the year. Wow, that is awesome. Now, you also have uh, leased owner-operators, correct? We do. So we, we certainly covet the relationship with our owner-operators as well. Uh, they certainly service uh, a, a piece of our business that we, we wouldn't want to go without. Um, a great opportunity for, for men and women to, to own their own business, so to speak, um, but yet be under the comfort uh, of a corporation and the, and the benefits that comes and goes with that as well. Well, I think we've established that you really are going to be fantastic at answering some questions and getting into some detail and stuff. But here's your first one. Obstacles that you're facing today with your fleet and all of the, we'll go through simple, I mean, separate ones, but give me some obstacles that you're facing today with your fleet that, that's happening. Yeah, how much time we got, right? Uh, so th th there's certainly obstacles and headwinds that, that we all face. Uh, there's, and, and I, what I'll pause there too, I don't know if some of them are just unique to me uh, being a 100 or 150 truck fleet. I would tell you whether you have two trucks or you have 2,000 trucks, a lot of these are going to be evergreen issues regardless. So I, I think your, 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 your question um, could apply to a lot of folks. And, and I trust that uh, this answer will be too. Um, 
But the more I think about it, as I'm sitting here trying to think, I tell you, it, it's going to be a multi-approach, uh, and I'll have a few things here for you. So when I think first about, hey, what are the obstacles that we face, I- immediately I go to uh, rising costs, right? So our rising costs of, of, of owning and operating a fleet uh, whether that's you know, the, the increase that um, that the OEMs are given when you can get a truck right and you can get that built slot, um, you know what's the what's the price increase versus last year? They, they really don't look the same, um, despite having the same vehicle delivered. Um, same thing on the trailer basis, same you know on on the refrigeration units and really anything any of the components, uh, those parts um, that that go to replace and repair. None of them are any different. And just like everyone that we sit here and we talk to that's it's here in this, everybody has it, the cost of living is, is higher. So naturally, our products and the things that we require to operate our fleet are going to be higher. Um, so when I think about if I'm if I'm sitting in the shoes of, of an owner operator or a, a, a fleet owner, uh, you're going to have the same things. How, what are we doing uh, and, and how are we going to face and take on today's challenge of, of uh, rate arising uh, costs on on all products um and, and i say rising costs on all products i'm also talking about uh um, the parts and the components it takes to, to operate the fleet so. so what you're saying is this actually fits with anybody that has one or two trucks or whether they have 112 trucks or 150 up to 2000 plus what you're going to tell us and talk with us about today is going to fit everybody like you said, if it's the ever Yeah, it, it does. And none of us are, are immune to it, unfortunately, right? So whether you're, you're buying groceries at the store for, for your family or, or, you're, or you're purchasing uh, tires for a fleet and brake drones, right? It, the cost is much higher. Right. So, you know. Let's start with some beginnings. Where are you and your obstacles in recruiting and uh, retention? Yeah, Where are you at? So- yeah, it's a good question. Um, so I think about recruiting. It used to, it might, I used to fire out my mouth. Oh, driver recruiting, right? But I think it's all recruiting. Uh, so to have the best talent, whether that's the person in the driver's seat or the person in the dispatch seat, customer service, back office, billing, you name it. Um, I think it, it, it creates, there, there's a unique strategy uh, that needs to be developed uh, by every leader in every company. Uh, and that is making sure that you are giving the best possible experience. So if we were to peel back that curtain a little bit and talk about the driver experience. So if I'm in the, 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 a seat of a, you know, a 10 truck fleet and we're not, I don't want to grow. I just want to have the ten, same 10 trucks and we, we're getting by and that's where I want to be. I would focus my efforts on my driver recruiting or driver retention. So how can we create the better driver experience? Uh, is your driver today? And the question I would ask of any fleet owner is, is your driver more satisfied with their work experience today than they were last year? And, and, and constantly trying to figure out, is that a question and as an opportunity for your improvement on a daily basis to change your strategy, to make sure that you're executing uh, that strategy correctly, uh, to have a good experience and a satisfying experience for a driver? Wow. Yeah. You think it's just simple and say, hey, I have jobs open, I have trucks open, and and you think, okay, that's all I got to do. But there's a lot more to it than that. Yeah, and, and it's a multi pronged approach too. So 
it's one thing to say, hey, here comes, here, here's X uh, cents per mile for you to, to drive or X percent of the load. Okay, well, how about my equipment, right? Is it brand new equipment? Is it, you know, is it maintained to a level? Is it clean to a level? Um, what about my total rewards? What about, hey, how my health benefits? How's my 401k match? Um, and then, okay, well, we satisfied those two things. Is is it enough on the on the on the load characteristic? So uh, maybe a terrible analogy, Ingrid, but uh, I think about Native Americans, right? As you think about our history, you know, uh, of them taking down buffalo, right? Big game. It wasn't one arrow that could do it, right? It was uh, it was multiple arrows it took to bring down uh, to a buffalo. And I think uh, you want the best possible folks in your company. It takes a multi-layered approach uh, to, to to bring good folks, to attract good folks, and naturally to retain them as well. So it is good pay. It's good benefits. It's good equipment. Um, it's good characteristics. Is it 24-7 drop and hook for your drivers? Or are they waiting six hours? Are they having to touch the freight or is it no touch? And those things continue to, uh, to you continue to ask yourself the question, is this the best opportunity for us? And then as you evaluate your own your own freight characteristics and your and your customer mix, what's in the best interest of your entire company rather than uh, say just the the PM. And I like how you talk about whether it's a company that's happy of being the size they are and building on more on retention to being a company that's wanting growth and building on bringing in more people, but you still have to, you still have to go on retention. So you've got twice as much work in your growth, but in the end it's worth it because you got the growth, right? Yeah. yeah, And and, and I would agree. Right. So I I do think it's, uh, it's another added uh, workload uh, from a growth standpoint for sure. So, Retention's one thing, and then retract attractions a whole other, right? Are are you putting your marketing dollars right to make sure that your name is out there to drivers to explore, right? So I think gone are the days of hey, let's post an ad in a newspaper or X paper, right, to, to get something going. I, I, but you know, is that more of a digital marketing mix for you? Is that more of a social marketing mix for you? Uh, is that um, some type of online ads or um, pointed and directed uh, type of um, type of ads to make sure your driver and 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 searching for the right driver too? So if you're hauling flatbeds, right? So not everybody wants a, the chain or tarp a load, right? So hey, let's make sure that we're using that dollar wisely. It's just not a driver. You're looking for a driver who, hey, this is what we're looking for already. So you at least uh, kind of nip it in the bud on the way in. Hey, I don't, I don't want to tarp and, and, um, and chain a load. Well, well, let's make sure advertising looks like that so you're not wasting your recruiter's time. That's great. And, of course, I'm going to say the greatest recruiters and ones for retention are drivers in the seat. I mean, word of mouth is the, the greatest thing in the world. I know there's some negativity can be thrown out there, but still, you know, you always hear drivers talk about talk to a driver there. If you want to know, talk to a driver there. And, um, that's a great one. I mean, you've got some awesome people that work with you as drivers and back back staff that is amazing at that. So, you know, hats off on that. Well, thank you. I look at it. I do a lot of research and data, and they say that 85% of all people that purchase something on Amazon looks at the reviews or is influenced by the reviews. So it makes a lot of sense that you make sure that the people that are tasting your service uh, and that from the driver or from a customer standpoint 
is actually uh, is has a positive review on you and and so when it's not figure out why and fix the problem right so it's not system continue to grow and so those are the things that we want to make sure that uh we're paying attention to as well well you just taught me something because you know i'm not used to reviews right i mean i'm just getting used to a computer and a cell phone that i actually have to do something i still swipe instead of text so you know i need to get into doing reviews more uh and getting involved in that and thanks for pointing that out because it's little bitty things like this that can make a big difference um, for somebody else, a company or anything. So that's a great thing there. Yeah. And, and what I'd tell you is I don't think you can be perfect at it. Right. Uh, and uh, what I would encourage, whether it's small fleet, large, large fleet is that we're not perfect, but it's, it's a, it's the habit of continuous improvement. Can you live in that dynamic, right. Uh, to where what we did last year to, to, you know, retain our fleet, will that work this year? Maybe not. Right. Um, so it's kind of reinventing yourself to uh, as, as a snake would shed its skin. Right. It's the same thing. You have to be different every year, regardless whether you're trying to grow or just retain. So I think it takes a, a multi layered approach. I know I'm going to put you on the spot here. And I told you what I'm going to, but I'm going to. So, I mean, you're my guru of information. I, I could sit and talk to you for hours and hours and hours, and you're like, Ingrid, okay, enough. <laughs> what, um, where do you like to get your information? I mean, do you, I mean, I know how you are company wise. I know that you keep, I mean, that's under your fingertips at all times, and you're always, just like last night, you're, you're pulling up fuel. It, it doesn't matter what time of day, you're always in it. But, you know, where all do you like to find your information, or where would you, you know, of course, here at Freight Waves, we, we want you to say us, but, you know, there, there are outlets that, that, you know, technical side, what kind of products do you use? What do you use? use in your in your routing in your you know for your fleet what are some of the things that you use yeah, so, uh, and, and this is not a plug, uh, and I would tell you whether I was getting interviewed by your biggest competitor, I would tell you that Freight Waves has been uh, probably one of my, uh, my, my, in, my, my confidants, right, uh, my source of information for the better part of three and a half, four years. Uh, so I'm a huge fan of Freight Waves. I love the data. I love the analytics. I love how it's really, really quick too. So I don't have to wait until uh, until the actual trend is on my desk. Uh, I actually can see it coming. So uh, I will say that my plug for freight waves and sonar, it is, it is, it is, it is uh, unsponsored, but I would tell you that is, is one of my biggest fans. And I, I have a long drive to work and I would tell you that uh, every one of those topics. Now I look on the, uh, look on the, the app or I look on my, uh, the website and I just click play and, and I don't have to read it and, and be dangerous driving. I can just hear it through my radio. So it's, it's, that's a huge benefit to me. So, and, 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 yeah. And then now obviously, uh, you know, Freight waves aside, certainly I, I look at other things too. I, I look at manufacturing index. I think of purchasing indexes. Uh, I look at things like that, um, but I look at what's going on in the ports, global economy, how it will affect us. Um, then I look at domestic things. Stock market certainly uh, is a piece of that. Um, I look around our fuel uh, and, and, uh, and futures around that. Friends, right? And so while 
I don't have a, I have a few friends in the business, but I got a lot of, I got my other friends are just are completely outside of trucking. So I'm always picking their brain, whether they're in the lumber mill or in the steel, or there's some type of uh, widget that their company builds and, and understanding what the, what's going on with their companies. I'm always inquisitive. So I ask a lot of questions, right? Um, and so my friends are probably worn out by me every once in a while, but, uh, uh, but I certainly uh, ear the ground at all times trying to figure out hey, kind of where we're heading and what's the best position to put bottom of the enterprises? It does. It is. It, it, <clears throat> the education that you give me when I'm around, I appreciate it very much. And I, I appreciate you being my, my quirky questions and, and those that I am just completely in left field learning the new technology and stuff. So do I'm getting, starting to get into. Um, I'm really basic on it because I haven't really been running since I've been able to start getting into it to see um, so I'm really excited about that part. So I'm maybe calling you for that and to see where we're at and say, Kim, help me out here too. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share with any small fleet uh, and owner operators that you know can help them through some of this, you know, cost and recruiting or even just running that one or two truck company? Um, anything you could throw out there uh, to help anybody out with that? Let's say two things that come to my mind right away, right? So uh, a long time ago, I was an entrepreneur and I, I stepped into the middle of owning my own business with really not a lot of experience. Uh, and I tell you, it, it, it did me a lot of good. So if I'm sitting here with a two-truck fleet and I just see that DOE just shot up $5.70, um, I would tell you that first, have no fear, right? Um, secondly, believe in yourself, right? Um, and then lastly, know your costs better than anybody else. And so it, when you when you have those things, I, I think that I'm not calling you unstoppable, but I'm telling you, you have the best chance for success when you don't have the fear, when you believe in yourself and you just have all, you have all the position you, you need based on your leverage because you understand your cost going into any conversation, whether that's with a, a fuel provider, a maintenance provider, uh, and or a customer or broker. It's just, it, it is understanding kind of what you want to do and kind of marking and marking your path and going and taking it uh, was, that would be kind of how I go at it with, I would tackle with bravado because you're going to build confidence knowing that you can do it, one, uh, two, that uh, nothing, whether it be, and I would go spiritual here, nothing you're given is, is too big for you uh, as an individual. Uh, and then three, if you know if you know your business, you know where you can sit, where you can take, and what you don't want to take. Wow. What a way to end this. And I hate to end this. I don't want to end this, but we'll, we'll talk again soon, I promise. And, uh, you know, to you and everybody at Bottomley, uh, Mitchell and the whole gang, I want you to tell them I said hi. But to you for being here today, I, I really appreciate it. And I know that, that this is going to be a really big, inspirational, educational uh, fireside chat for the Freight Waves. Small Fleet and Owner Operator Summit of 2022. But we're going to see you again sometime. I'm not letting you go too far from me. Let me keep bringing you back once in a while with me, if you don't mind. You, you got it, Ingrid. We, we certainly appreciate the time. We are flattered that you guys would consider you know, uh, uh, a little family-owned carrier here, the little engine that could here in Mount Airy, North Carolina. So we appreciate it. We appreciate uh, the friendship with you. And uh, certainly all the folks at Freightways are doing a great job or or else, uh, like I said, we, we probably wouldn't be here, right? Because Freightways has really helped us out. So thank you so much. Thanks. 
And I'm Eva Brown. I'm your host for Marathon 18 Wheels. And like I said, this is Freight Waves Small Fleet and Owner Operator Summit 2022. Stay tuned for more to come.